G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Let's now get to our next guest on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. And it's a friend of the show. And even if he wasn't a friend of the show before this intro, he is now. Matt Shervington, Channel 7 <laughs> Olympic host and also Commonwealth Games. Shervo, how are you, mate? Oh, I love your work, guys. How are you? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon take the rest, don't you think? Have Come to. in with a, with a positive mindset for Cleary and um, reset once you get to the finals. I reckon, yeah, that, that's massive though. So I was just looking back. So Carl Lawton, remember Carl yep. Lawton, massive um, spear tackle earlier in the season, got four weeks, I think, for his. Yep. And that was kind of one-on-one. Yeah, that's the only comparative I can kind of think of this season, like recently. So five to six weeks, like, and I know it was, um, it was dangerous, like clearly, and all of his weight went down on his head, Dylan Brown's head. But um, yeah, wow, that's a that is a good message heading into finals, isn't it? Don't don't do spear tackles. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, pretty plain one. <laughs> yeah, don't dump someone mm. on their head. Game game plan from here on into the finals: do not tip someone upside down. I think the big one is the fact that he. The hands between the legs. That's yeah. probably what made it a grade three instead of yeah. grade two. Grade it's two not in his been, game. Yeah, not in his game. We'll, bring, we'll come to that. Hey, Shervo, uh, yeah, Commonwealth Games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Commonwealth Games got underway. Uh, Australia, all of a sudden, eight gold medals. Obviously, we start off with the pool, yeah, so we're going to dominate start. there. Yeah. Slow <laughs> start for the Aussies, wasn't it, today? Um, let me just put that into perspective first off. Uh, so... Gold Coast, we won 80 gold medals in total, which is pretty which is pretty good for a home game. Um, our best ever is 87 gold in Victoria 1994. Um, but to kick off day one on the Gold Coast, we won five gold. So we're already ahead of that curve. So we're looking at, you know, 80, 90 plus medals at this stage. Um, there were only 16 gold medals up for grabs today. So the Aussies took half of them. Um, quite amazing. So we got five in the pool. We got three in the velodrome um, and yeah, very impressive and, and some great results across the board. Yeah. The uh, Shervo look the where we obviously think we're going to really have our dominance is, is in the pool. Can you see that happening? Oh, absolutely. And I think we, we saw that today. Um, so of two of those golds, one and the first one came in the men's 400 freestyle final. Um, we actually swept it. So we got, one, two, three, um, Elijah Winnington, who um, I think Basil Zemplis in our call on Channel 7 said, um, uh, winning by name, winning by nature, Elijah Winnington gets home for the gold. So that was a good one. Um, uh, has he got a, a list? Has so he, he got a list, Basil? And he just like, <laughs> probably, and, he, and, probably. He, and he's got them all written down and he just crosses them off as, <laughs> as he, go, he goes, geez, I hope this guy wins yeah. because yeah. this is my golden line. For sure. I was hoping Mac Horton was in that race too. I was kind of hoping he would win and it would be uh, Big Mac. He doesn't make a meal of it. He supersizes <laughs> it for goals. Something like that. That would have been a good one. Um, no, look, so we uh, we got through there. Uh, Sam Short got second in that. He um, He's also going in the 1500. He's a great little story, actually. At the trials, in his 1500 metres, he, um, he stopped short. He stopped at the 1400 metre mark, popped his head up, and the official said... Um, Buddy, you've got one more hundred metre to go. I've done that so, in the 3K. Uh, <laughs> I've done that. I've yeah, got the two and a half Ks of a 3K and I stopped and walked in there. Oi, boy, oi, you got 500 metres to go. 
Yeah, here's the difference, uh, Nick, that um, he qualified for the Australian team yeah. based on the fact that he stopped with 100 to go and then made it through. So um, not a bad effort, not a bad effort. He picked up a silver medal. Uh, and Mac Horton, Mac Horton's had a, um, a real rough trot the last kind of four or so years. So the last time he competed and won a medal in an individual event was on the Gold Coast in 2018 in that event. He actually won that and hasn't competed for Australia in an individual event since then. So... Um, he's on the comeback trail. He did well. He's moved coaches. He's up with Michael Bowl on the Gold Coast, who is, you know, leading everyone, including Emma McKee, into to medals. Um, so, uh, yeah, good start. And then the other um, kind of standout uh, was the 200-meter freestyle. Um, uh, the Terminator was back, uh, Ariane Titmus. She, she won that race. But the big talking point there was in second place was Molly O'Callaghan, 18-year-old um, from Queensland, that... She touched just outside uh, Titmus, almost a massive upset uh, on day one. She finished, I think it was 12-100s behind her. So it was basically a fingernail. Um, but it really sent a message that uh, she's the world champion in the 100 metres. She's going to go up against Emma McKean in the 100. She sent a message that she's ready to go. So um, uh, we swept that too. We got Maddie Wilson got third. So, um, yeah, it's been a pretty good day. The other one was Zach Stubbledy Cook, who... Um, did the, uh, let's call it the swim slam, where he's now the Olympic champion, world champion, Commonwealth champion, and world record holder within 12 months. And I don't think wow. anyone can ever do that again because of COVID. That is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. incredible. Some of the team sports Australia are beat India, tested in the women's T20, well, chasing 154. They're on all sorts. Yeah. And they were five for 49 and Jeez. came back. And Ash Gardner, outstanding yeah. all-rounder that she is. She got it done. Uh, the Diamonds, yeah. the netball, they thrashed Barbados. Um, the sevens, the, yeah. the men beat the tight one. <laughs> men beat Jamaica sixty-two nil. The the women, thirty-eight uh, nil over South Africa, despite the um, restarts were outstanding. He- heavily <laughs> handicapped nature of their performances, given their restarts, coach. But hey, well, they, uh, they they played they played again the girls. So um, they yeah, so they won thirty-eight nil against South Africa, and that was their record scoreline at the Commonwealth Games. They then played Scotland, and Scotland's uh, first appearance at these games. Um, 50 nil in game two, so they're going all right. Yes, yeah. uh, Nick and the men, no, and the men's 12 all in their second. Oh, game. really? Yeah, 12 all. Who with? They were yeah. down to five. Uh, Uganda down to what five. They were down to five. A uh, couple of re- yeah, a couple of send offs, and yeah. And not just that, Uganda had a shot after oh. the belt. Like basically, in the dying seconds, got a penalty. They could have won it. Yeah. They could have won it, and they missed it. And uh, twelve all, so um, yeah, that it was almost the biggest upset of uh, of the rugby sevens tournament. I mean, the men the men are second place in the World Series. Like they're uh, going really well. They beat New Zealand and Twickenham in their last um, sevens tournament, World Series sevens tournament. So um, yeah, that that could have been a really big upset for you for you, uh, for the Aussies against Uganda. Manly could have put together a good seven side this weekend with a few players um, given the weekend off. They yeah. could have gone and played sevens. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Shervo, <laughs> I love the World um, Track and Field Championships, or as Dave Colbert, your uh, caller there yeah, at Channel 7 calls track. it Field and Track, which is fair enough given the yeah. performances of some of the field athletes at the at the World yeah. Athletics Championships. How many, most of them yeah. backing up, doing the, the double, or is it a bit, obviously the distance yeah. athletes, it's a bit hard, but um, the, the rest of them are going to yeah, be there? Yeah, most of them are backing up. Yeah, most of them are backing up. Um, some of them didn't, it didn't go so well for them, and they're hoping to, Make a make amends uh, at the Com Games, but uh, um, you're right. It's our best ever performance at a World Championships for the track and field team. Um, 
two world champions, Eleanor Patterson in the high jump, Kelsey Lee Barber in the javelin. She's got COVID at the moment. She's going to be clear to compete, though, so that's okay. Um, hopefully, she didn't need to train this last seven days, but anyway, we'll get to that hurdle when we, um, when fresh, we do. And, fresh and uh, fresh. <laughs> Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be rested. The other one's Nina Kennedy. She picked up a bronze in the pole vault. But the, the talking point there is that um, also in the field, we had Mackenzie Little in that javelin final. She missed out by a bronze by five centimetres, which is ridiculously close. And then um, Brooke Bushkill, who uh, she was formerly known as Brooke Stratton, now married. Um, she, she was the world leader in the long jump, uh, seven metres, 13, massive jump. She finished fourth by two centimetres. So she just missed a medal as well. So... Um, we've got a chance. Peter Bowles is going to find it tough in the 800. He's got basically the top three from, um, well, the top four, I should say, three of the top four from his final at World Champs will be in the Commonwealth. Kenya, of course, like to line up Canada as well. How, how did you see his run in the World Championships? Was it seventh in the final? Yeah, it was a funny one, you know. he So at, in Tokyo, he came fourth, right? He he knew that he had to take it out hard in Tokyo and, and he led from the front and then kind of hung on and just missed a medal. Um, I think this time around, and, and I, I spoke to his coach, Justin Rinaldi, not long after that, and he said that, you know, they, he probably should have been a bit more conservative in, on the first lap, first 600 metres. And um, I think that's what he did this time around. And he kind of sat back almost too much uh, and then tried to creep through the field towards the end and he just didn't have the gas. So... Uh, I reckon he's going to have a different race tactic if he makes the final um, in Birmingham. Fair enough. Uh, any of our sprinters around the mark up to 400 metres or it's not quite our strong suit at the moment? Um, yeah, look, it probably wasn't the uh, the games that we were hoping for from particularly uh, Ron Browning and Jake Doran who ran in the 100 metres. Um, Ron Browning got run out in the heat. He ran 10.22 it was a far, super fast track too, so it was kind of hard to gauge where they're at coming into uh, the Com Games. Um, Jake Doran's the national champion. He won his first national championships to qualify, so he'll be there or thereabouts. I reckon Rowan is on the rise, so these last kind of... He's had about a fortnight since that heat at World Champs. He's on the rise. I reckon he will probably run 10-0, 10-1, and it'll probably be enough to get him into the final. Is he going to get your time from 98, Shervo? What... Oh, God, I wish. You know that was the fastest final in all of uh, Commonwealth history. Which, Jeez, you know, you're unlucky, mate. I look you're unlucky, Shervo. I look oh, back on it, I think to myself, do you know what? Every other game, I would have yeah. picked up a medal. But anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Are you doesn't over it? Yeah. Let it sound... go. It's 24 years, man. Seriously, hey, let do, it go. Is there, is there a village at the Commonwealth Games like there is at the Olympic Games, and is it as good? Yeah. <laughs> You're not over that either. <laughs> um, they're worried about monkeypox. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, so there's actually five villages. So what they've done is um, they've spread them out because the, some of the venues they've spread out anyway across kind of Birmingham. They haven't been able to get them all into one village as such. And I think from a COVID standpoint, they're happy with that to kind of keep them separated. I know the Aussie team is. Um, the cyclists are uh, are in London as well, which is about about 150 k's out of out of Birmingham. So, um, yeah, I think it's probably the best thing for COVID to have them separated at the moment, um, definitely in the early stages. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shervo, uh, thank you for your time, mate. What shift are you doing on the, on the coverage? 
Um, mate, I've been up since midnight, so I uh, I get on air with Emma Friedman at about three o'clock in the morning and go through to about seven thirty in the morning, which Prime is time. kind of the evening session, our time, which is the evening session over there. So we were lucky enough to get um, pretty much all of those medals today. Um, all of them came came out of the pool when we were on air. So um, yeah, so get up early, um, support the Aussies. That's when a lot of the medals are being um, won. But uh, we're on air from four p.m. It's the um, the para marathon. So oh, Maddie cool. Di Rosario in the wheelchair uh, marathon will uh, give it a crack for a, a gold in the marathon. So that's at four p.m. Eastern. So um, yeah, jump on and, and watch that. Well, Shervo, go for a nap and get up and watch <laughs> that. And yeah, we'll be watching as well, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. And uh, yeah, actually, really appreciate it, given that you've been up since midnight. So well done, and uh, talk to you soon, right. mate. Thanks, boys. Take it easy. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.